Hey, 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 what's up? So, we are, how are you today? I'm doing so great today, Antonio. How are you today? I am awesome. I am awesome. So, our topic today is creativity beats experience in the sales industry. And I know everyone is intrigued as to this conversation because being creative will make you be a guru in your field and it will show the difference in terms of the competitors out there in the market. You know, so I would like to start off with you today as in terms of what do you think about this topic, creativity beats experience in the sales industry? I personally love the topic today because I would uh, classify myself as a quite creative person. I don't particularly have a lot of experience in anything in life. I'm very young, right? So to me, whatever experience I have, I can utilize that and then utilize it towards being a more creative person. I think truly creativity comes from within. I think it is, you know, your personality. It is bringing your personality and shining that through. And that, I believe, is a key source to creativity. Whoa, that is awesome. And for <laughs> someone who is not a creative person, how would you say you will bring out that inner creativity in them? Because what I realize is that a lot of people do not like, let's tie it into psychology, no one, especially a woman, likes a boring man. And no one, especially in terms of a company, like a boring company, they like excitement, they like things new. We are visual individuals. When it is we watch something, we get intrigued into it. We be enticed into find out more about it. Curiosity, basically, they say kills. But curiosity is something great because the more curious you are, the more interested you become in someone or their business. So how do we find that inner um, creativity in someone who is not creative creative how do we bring all that creativity out of someone what would you say is something that we could do um, a method a step or somewhere in the right direction to um, see that creativity in an individual well I think that there are so many different avenues right so I think in my opinion you can be creative in different aspects so someone can be creative you know uh, using their words while another person can be creative using video another person can be creative on paper so I think it's not just one you know it's not just a single lens of looking at it I think that if you are you know oh so in your head i can't be creative i'm not a creative person well that's also doubting yourself to begin with so how are you able to truly engage in that creativity mm -hmm. right so let's say you are using like a platform or you are using a certain like a video let's say there's so many different ways if you're not a creative person you can use the tools around you to really push that creativity through and make it more unique in my opinion Yes, that is so true. And the thing about experience, you know, like for companies, they like want people who are who have 10 years, 12 years experience. But when you have experience, right, and 
the buying behavior of people change because customers know they are more skeptical. They understand what exactly they are coming for in terms of a product because they have technology at the fingertips. So they come into the showroom, let's say it's appliances that someone is selling and they know exactly about the product. They know all the latest features. So if now the sales representative don't have the product knowledge, they now will be like, hey, what? I am not buying from this person because they do not know their own brand, right? So creativity will beat experience any day. And what we have to understand too also is that as simple as our background that is being creative you know having this video right now this conversation that we are having live with the music with the background everything that is creativity because it's not the normal life you know linking that you will see on this platform you know and facts tells story sells so if it is now you could be a great storyteller then after you are being creative so these are some simple ways of just being that creative person and bringing out that innerness inside of you that you did not know you have within yourself well yes i really like the example you use because you know you. you can have somebody selling something like you said appliances so let's talk about something very dull a fridge or you mm -hmm. know a stove okay you have this wonderful salesperson that knows the script from you know a to z and they will use yeah. that script great the script most of the time does work but you may have a new employee you may have a new associate that this is very new to them but because they have that desire they have that creativity they may not remember a to z automatically they may not be able to you know use all the tools that the uh, more experienced salesman mm -hmm. has but that causes them to have to use creativity to pursue that sale because at the end of the day the sale is the goal you know close close the deal sell the product get you know sell your service so there are many different ways that that person it's almost out of um desire that they really just want to push that creativity through in order to sell to the person so yeah mm -hmm. you may have years and years of experience and don't get me wrong experience is great and wonderful yes but if you can quick uh, think quick on your feet and use you know your own life experiences i think mm -hmm. you can truly grow that connection with that person and really make such a simple product as a fridge or you know uh, a stove desirable through creativity and i think that's where the script the experience differs from creativity yeah and you know i could even compare it in terms of like basketball when everyone knows about the sport so like let's say we're trying to compare michael jordan to lebron james who is better it's two di different eras you know so oh. um in michael jordan time he may not go as long in terms of lebron because lebron is like 36 years now and he's still playing basketball but in Michael Jordan time now, he was so great that he didn't find that competitiveness in the NBA, so he retired early. But LeBron James in this era, it's different because it have a lot of competitive players on the field. So if Michael Jordan was in LeBron James' era and he realized now that it have a lot of competitiveness, he now would have tried to grow himself to be the best version basketball player he can be. So if someone is trying to compare who is better out of the two, you cannot compare because it's two different era and Michael Jordan basically become complacent because the game wasn't competitive for his skill level.
Oh, 100%. It's like comparing oranges to apples, right? It's just, you can't really do it, you know? Like, there will be people that will always say, like, oh, Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time, you know? But then, obviously, LeBron James came in and changed the game quite differently. So, I don't know. It's, 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 how, how do you compare? Like, that's, I also think comparison always kills. It never is a really good tool. I don't think you should ever compare your method to somebody else's because maybe their method is different and it works for them and you apply their method and it completely fails for you. So why why compare and compete when you could just, you know, I think the only person you should compare to is truly yourself. So for example, like, you know, oh, I use this sales technique today. It mm -hmm. didn't work. Okay. Um, the script A to Z didn't work for me. Well, why don't I try something that's worked for me before, which is, you know, being more human, being more personable, relating. I find that when I had to, when I had to sell um, jewelry back in the day and I, I knew that that person didn't really want to buy because of money, you know, because mm -hmm. there's obviously a list of different objections. Now is not the time. I'll come back later. Yada, yada. I knew that when you, like you mentioned before, get into that storytelling, get into really finding that, you know, that connection, all the steps that I was taught that first day, I could have thrown out the window because mm -hmm. I had that human connection with that person that made me not just the girl behind the counter, you know, behind the glass selling the jewelry. It made me, oh, okay, you care that, you know, I need a special piece for an event. Okay, wonderful. You care that I want to look good well what will go with that outfit what will you know what i mean it's like yeah. actually finding out what the person truly truly is interested in like it's not just like i want a piece of jewelry oh i want it to look special for that event well let me find you something that'll make you special for that event so <laughs> drawing back to it that's <laughs> what i think is the biggest difference it's like you can compete with somebody but at the end of the day you can lose every single day mm -hmm. so it's up to you i think how you play that game you know and you could compete with someone in the sense of, let's see how it is we could be creative. How well can both of us be creative? You know, let's compare our creativeness. But you're not competing in the sense that you're getting angry with someone. But it's just that, you know, you want to challenge yourself. And by competing, you're becoming now greater than you was from before. That is the whole idea of competing competition so you know you don't want to just compete and be like you know um you just lucky and next time i will get you no it's all about competing to better you the individual and when you compete now and you put that challenge out there you know to yourself and to the other person it becomes you know like um fun because it's something that you know you're really trying to get good at rather than trying to look at the other person and be like you just lucky this time or i will get you the next time no it's not like that so we have to you know rearrange our thoughts <laughs> into thinking oh. a different <laughs> have a different mindset so that's about it i would 100, say 100 yeah. yeah i would say if you're always thinking i'm going to do better than you or i'll show you that's already mm -hmm. a very very it's a very <laughs> toxic mindset unfortunately i think that people if you do if you do succeed in that i think you're playing a very dangerous game here and i don't think that in the long run it really will benefit you because i think that if you do win those sales or you know close those deals with a method like that it's just, I don't know, it will, it reflects, uh, I think it reflects 
you as a person like what kind of yeah. person you are right and like truly like if you think about working with others do you want to work with somebody that at the end of the day will check you know check their boxes off if you mm-hmm. are losing but they're winning that's in a team aspect no way no way no one wants that that's a sore loser you know sure. so i think when you are to me my one of my favorite things that i try to do if there's one thing i can get up and do every single day is can i be 1% better than the person i was yesterday and how mm. do you apply that how do you do that well you learn from your mistakes you grow from what you did yesterday don't keep on doing the same things you did yesterday what are you going to change today okay great my goal is not to outsell Cindy outsell Lucy it's you know my goal is to learn from what i did wrong in that sale awesome now proceed move forward and you know that if i can gain that you know 1% uh, of being better than that's great you know mm-hmm. but it doesn't it doesn't really work when it's an agenda of i will beat you or i will outsell you no no it's not like that um and you know some people tend to be salesy in terms of linkedin they send you that message instantly when you connect and they want to sell you one time and i would say the reason why they are doing that because they're not confident in themselves success is something that you don't seek is success is something that you attract so if you know that you are growth in your field when it is that we connect you don't have to send me a message to try to sell me your product or service because once i see your content and see what it is that you are doing that will basically attract me towards you so those who are trying to sell after they connect with someone they are not confident in themselves and that is a problem and they have to self check themselves rather than trying to um scam someone into purchase their service when their service is not good oh well antonio i i have so much to say about this topic actually <laughs> um i used to do that i used to when i first started do, uh, joining linkedin i had my original message that i would send to you know potential prospects and then yeah. i would hit them with that hey i do one on one services i would love to help your english beautiful and i would wonder for the longest time why nobody would respond back to me hmm how mm. shocking eh <laughs> so <laughs> i actually had a conversation with my um, coach the other day and we were speaking about content marketing so like you mentioned using linkedin in a way to make you uh basically like to, uh, show who you are so yeah. you know through your content you show what your services are you show what you offer you show what can happen when you work with you so that mm-hmm. way people look on your page and they see okay antonio this is what he does silvia this is what she does excellent i either want to work with somebody like this because i have a desired need etc or i don't because i just you know I just don't want to work with them. So, yeah. uh wholeheartedly, I think content is so important. I realized that a little later to the game. That's okay. <laughs> uh I think it's better to realize later than never. So, I honestly I agree with you 100% on that topic. Through your content, especially good content, you will definitely be able to draw in whoever you want to draw in. Yeah because um outreach message is great also but you know as i mentioned from before success is something that you attract so 
despite that you will put out great content and you'll get inbound leads your outreach message have to be personalized to the individual you are targeting and not general so if it is that i have to do sales training for a company and it comprise of five or ten sales staff i want to meet the sales staff individually and get all the information about who is basically winning and who is basically losing right now in terms of their sales, their sales target, their sales quota. And then when I compile all that information, I will do a presentation, not just to the sales staff, but individually. So when I'm speaking, presenting, I am presenting and I am stressing on certain things that each person have a problem with and providing solutions for those problems. So in that way, you know, my sales presentation, my sales training, will be a success and the sales staff they will be intrigued as to the information i presented because i just did not come and do a general sales training so why some companies may say sales training is not working is that they are doing a generalized sales training and not a personalized sales training so that is something for sales trainers out there to take in consideration because it's not about you just presenting it's about them because you are serving your audience you are serving the sales staff who you are presenting to so never ever think that when it is you are presenting it's for you no it's for them so you have to understand them and then present on what they want to hear from you the solutions you know to the problems that they have mm-hmm. no i really really like the fact that you said you work with uh, specific individuals because that's very true like you mentioned mm-hmm. There can be a team, you can have, you know, five to 10 people, and then let's say eight of them are great. And then two of them are just not doing something wrong. But you can't just, you know, think about those two people and just be like, okay, this this is what you need to do. You need to, you know, analyze their approach. You really need to, it comes down to understanding what specific thing, like you mentioned, they are doing wrong. And then after that, work with them one-on-one. I think that's wonderful that you do that mm-hmm. because you can't just come in there with a you know beautiful PowerPoint presentation and assumptions, assume this is what you're doing wrong, this is what you're doing right. Because sure, you know, that's that's the easy thing to do. Yeah, you know, true. assume that this is that, <laughs> this is that. But in reality, you know, people are so different, right? So, you know, what X person may be doing is great, wonderful. And then what Y person doing is really not great not working so you want to mm-hmm. analyze what they're doing and then help them improve yeah um so dr usha rupnarin said content is a new currency thank you from south africa mm-hmm. and thank you for tuning in today and watching this live and also karen karen balchin said hi hi karen hi karen Hope everything is well <laughs> on your end so the thing about it is that you know we, we tend to feel that we always know exactly what it is that we are doing you know as individuals as you know linkedin users and sometimes we don't even check ourselves we're trying to give advice you know to individuals and we're not self-checking ourselves to see where it is that we are going wrong you know and i believe that each day when it is we are going to sleep before we close our eyes, we should visualize our day, what it is that we did, what it is that we could have done better and improve on the next day. And each day incrementally doing that, you will better yourself. Because before you could train someone else, you have to 
yourself, check yourself and train yourself. So in that way, you know, when you are training someone and you are preaching something, you are doing it also because you don't want to preach something and you're not doing it yourself because then now you look like a hypocrite. You know, and 100%. yeah, for sure. And sometimes you see someone profile on LinkedIn and they provide content to provide messages, you know, to better you. But when you mm -hmm. do have a conversation with them, you get to realize that the message that they are providing, they are not taking that for themselves. So it's like how it is I could buy into you when you are not that individual, what that you, you know, put out there in terms of content. So we always have to self-check ourselves each and every day. We are not perfect, but we can become the best version of ourselves. Oh, 100%. I think that that's why it's maybe better to start a little slower. I know it's very, everyone's very eager to, you know, push their products out there, push their services out there. But then how can you do so when you don't have the right plan, right? When you don't have, you know, really an example like a service you don't have right the right business plan you don't have the right marketing plan you don't have like the right sales approach how can you want to sell your services when you're you at the end of the day can't even like do that yourself you know so true so i do i do wholeheartedly agree with you like that was and i, I speak from ironically not my creativity but my experience because i totally when i first started out uh, you know a few um, months ago on linkedin i was just so keen and i have the service in my head it's going to be great it's going to work and i i didn't know how to approach linkedin this was a whole new platform for me when i started mm -hmm. out when i think i was applying for jobs two years ago it was indeed it was there was no conversations there was no linkedin live there was no stories that are gone now you know that it was a complete different platform so you come here and okay everyone wants to sell you something everybody has a service you know that's mm -hmm. that's <laughs> that's linkedin <laughs> now it's no longer just people trying to you know look for jobs everyone has something mm -hmm. so you come in and you know you have uh, let's say like 10 15 years as a manager a sales manager you know a marketing director whatever you come in and now you're like okay I want to take in the LinkedIn route. I want to, you know, do this, that, that. You have that experience, but then when you think about also like whatever you're doing, now you're on your own. So it's a little bit different also. I'm not speaking as, you know, a solopreneur or like somebody that does specific mm -hmm. services, not a general company. So then how do you navigate this platform? Okay. You know, you have to learn day by day and it's, it's there's no guideline to mm -hmm. like this is exactly what's going to work for you so it is like you mentioned trial and error you do something okay i did that right today awesome you think at the end of the day which i personally love self-reflection I, I think it's one of the greatest tools in terms of personal growth as well mm -hmm. as business growth you look at what worked you looked at what doesn't work you look at what worked for you personally okay i think that when i speak to people like this it works i think that when i spend my time on linkedin like this it doesn't work awesome you move to the next day. Okay, I think this approach works with this client. Okay, this doesn't work with that client. You look back, you reflect, and you move forward. And that is how eventually you will get to where you want your business to be and where you mm -hmm. want to be. So I, I love my little journal that I have next to my bed, my little thoughts. Because of that, I can, you know, like I said, the 1% better, be 1% better than I was yesterday so true and as you mentioned journal you know i mentioned about self-check you know before you close your eye before you go and sleep however you know writing down 
exactly what it is that you know you did in terms of the problems that occur throughout the day ways how you could rectify the problem and tomorrow what you plan to do i believe that each and every day you should self-check yourself in terms of putting pen to paper and in that way now you could always use that as a reference so that you could know well all right i started at point a you know today which is saturday and next week saturday point b i reach a certain level that i'm happy and i'm continually going to self-develop myself and what i'm seeing right now and i just put it out there into the atmosphere you know to everyone on lincoln is that everyone is trying to teach people to navigate through the lincoln platform but okay when you understand the platform the next question is how do you gain leads because you gain leads people might have interest in your business right but then the next step step is to how do you close showing someone lincoln is great but when it is now we jump on the call how i am going to entice you to purchase my services and no one is not teaching that because you can know lincoln great you can provide great content but your persona is not great and in order to close sales you have to have a great persona and be able now to understand the other person needs and then to provide a solution on that and i believe that is the problem that is going wrong some people might be getting a thousand likes on the engagement but they are mm -hmm. not closing any deals and it's because i would say as your persona when you jump on that call you do not give off that you know great reaction that the other person is looking for they're realizing that you are not stressing on my needs but you are just speaking and that i will believe is something that you know besides this training and trying to let someone understand lincoln you have to train now for the person to close because anyone could train someone how to navigate lincoln anyone could train someone how it is to gain leads but could you train someone how to close sales food for thought oh, that's a whole nother oh that's a whole nother aspect <laughs> i think uh, it's a lot hard yeah like you mentioned it is it's a lot easier to post good content because i mean it's also easy to post bad content i see quite a mm -hmm. lot of it unfortunately but you know engagement another thing too that's i think all of it is steps but in terms of actually getting the client closing the deal i think that not everybody is capable of that for sure i think that everybody has that sale in mind you know they come into it and it's a sale right but they mm -hmm. don't really think about it as well okay let's flip the table let's you know sit on the other side what does this person want they yes. want help with x y and z they need x y and z product like you're so keen on thinking about getting that number for yourself you know but you're not thinking so much about listening to like you mentioned listening to what that person really needs or mm -hmm. wants like because they will tell you, trust me, they will tell you exactly what they need, exactly what they want. But are you listening? Are you just focused on, <laughs> you know? Okay, let's close this. Okay, this yes. is, this is mm -hmm. you know, let's, mm -hmm. let's, let's add, let's add that product. Let's upsell. Okay, yes. <laughs> no, you can't do that. It, just, it doesn't work, right? So mm -hmm. I think that at the end of the day, it is honestly about really really knowing your client like your prospect you really have to understand the pain and the struggle and i think that's when you can really close your deal when you sell to them that you can help them with that pain yeah. or struggle that they are facing and then that when you have i think when you have that figured out then you'll be you'll be okay
And I would just like to interject basically we when it is you realize that here what this person do not need my services what you should do now is be the bigger individual and say well all right you do not need my services i realize that you know both of us we kind of be the best fit going forward so i know someone who could be of assistance to you don't you know be timid to refer someone else to other guru in that way now you show that you are credible you show that you are a person of integrity and even serve the person go and seek the services of the other individual that you refer them to they know in the future may send someone to you or they may come back for you for something you know if it's after some months if it's after some weeks some days so never feel that here what sales is a probability where it is if i seek um and get about 20 calls for the day the probability i should close two no you are serving at the end of the day you may be able to close one client and that client could be enough to know a big client like the biggest client ever so don't try to close five or six out of 20 and think what all right you know i i did well today because i was able to close five or six clients and when out of the five or six really two you saw that really need your services but the other you know three or four you basically just try to you know make them buy into your service and you know to yourself that you really cannot help them in the end so let's always try to serve and don't try to sell because sales are not about selling brand tracy said it well approach each customer with the idea of helping him or her solve a problem not of trying to sell them a product or a service oh a hundred a hundred percent yeah because uh, like you mentioned if you are chasing a numbers game yeah sure sales is great for you because you mm -hmm. can totally call people you know get uh, get your list done at the end of the day but if your goal is truly to impact them with the product impact their lives with the product or service then i think you come with it come to sales with a complete different approach in my opinion right so like you mentioned you know you can get those five major clients but mm -hmm. then what was that sales call like i'm sure it was very pushy i'm sure the person half the time felt very uncomfortable they didn't really feel they're not looking forward to working with you but then you can have those 20 calls and then let's say you only close one but five people in the back of their mind are thinking about you in the future they're thinking oh i want to use this person's services mm -hmm. or products it may not be right now because like you mentioned timing is very important not everybody needs your services right now there's things people have lives people there's so things going on in their lives they may be busy it may be you know, a financial objective. And there's so many different things that can happen as to why there's pushback to that. But mm -hmm. that does not mean that is the end all. That does not mean it is goodbye forever. It just means that right now they can't work with you, you can't work with them, but that's okay. And chances are, if you leave a good lasting impression, they are more likely to come back than the five people that you close right away and it's a numbers game and you have them and it's <laughs> it's yeah. done, you know? And um, Dr. Husa said here, you have to be authentic, very important advice. Better to start slower even with networking. There are no guidelines. Sometimes I find people take what I write and dissect it till there's nothing left, like a term like empowerment. 
Whoa. Ooh. That's Whoa, awesome. what a comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, I like that one. <laughs> yeah. And Sylvia said, very, very strong advice. Great topic. So that's awesome yeah. to hear. Oh, I like how. Uh... Oh. And have another one. Yeah. Sushat said, "Content is the king now, and experience <laughs> does not matter. Creativity and imagination matters." So true. Round of applause. So true. So true. <laughs> so true. Uh so true no i i love the conversation today honestly it's i think mm -hmm. one thing i will say about our our conversation today it pertains to the time and days so much right now i think we couldn't really have this talk 10 years ago <laughs> not not the way that linkedin was uh happening you know not not with what was going on mm -hmm. now content i feel like you can really really transform like people's lives with just your content you know like you can really empower words are so powerful, so powerful. like especially yeah. especially if you can get on video that's one thing that mm -hmm. i'm working towards too personally i think you can really really motivate people and you know help people with the power of your voice or the power of text so i think content is a beautiful way to put that you know idea of experience i need experience mm -hmm. aside and just use your creativity you know use your stories i love i love that aspect use something that happened the other day and you know put it in a story that can relate to your audience to your target audience it's it's actually not that hard you just have to get down and be a little bit creative yeah, and I would like to tell everyone right now, I stop using my credit card to pay for ads. Why is that? Content is king. Your voice is the vehicle to transformation. What Abraham Lincoln did, he used voice to get things that he wanted to get done. What Martin Luther King Jr. did, he said that he had a dream, right? What Malcolm X did, he fight for what he believed in, and none of them use ads because they had ads paid ads those days so why trying to pay for ads when you all you have to do is put out content be in your customer's face each and every day let them be like i am so fed up of seeing this person that i am willing to buy their product or take their service today that is the idea that you want to put out there you know so once it is you be consistent you know, and you be persistent, you will get through in life. And remember, your voice is the vehicle to transformation. Facts tells, but story. Fact tells, but story sells. Yes. <laughs> of course, yes. Persistency and consistency, very, 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 very important. Very important. Yes. Awesome. So in closing, you know, what would you like to tell the audience today? Uh, don't be afraid to be creative. It's definitely scary. I think if you haven't really expressed yourself in creativity, especially in this space, I think many people are scared to show who they really are. And many people are scared because there are so many people on here and the concept of professional. But let's get yeah. rid of that because at the end of the day, these professionals, these, you know, the fancy titles, they're all people at the end of the day with real stories and real experiences, like life experiences. So, you know what? It's it's not just the space that is used for, you know, professionalism. I think that mm -hmm. if you really 
share your story, people are going to want to listen because, you know, like mentioned before, authenticity is really, really rare and people love, they, they seek authenticity. Mm -hmm. So I think with your content, with your creativity, don't be afraid to share your story. I think it will really, really do wonders. Awesome. And, you know, I would like to leave, you know, the audience with a thought-provoking statement. For example, imagine two years, the main topic is COVID-19. Why is that? Because it's in your face each and every day. You know, yes, we know it's a pandemic. Yes, we know it's something that uh, it's a problem that is happening right now throughout the world. But it's just to show you that once it is that you put all these things in your face each and every day, that's all you are speaking about. You know, so it's just like content. If you each and every day putting out what it is that you do, right? Providing stories because when it is that we was youngsters growing up, what our mothers, what our parents told us was stories. And since from then to now, we always want to hear a great story. You may be with a friend and you may be going for a drive and you know the mood is right, breeze is blowing, you know, your hair is blowing, and you would say, Hey, I would like to hear a story going down the road, you know, and you're listening to that like nice music and you just want to hear a story because that story will just set the moment right. So again, you know, just all about providing that great content out there and being yourself because LinkedIn, yes, is a professional platform, but you yourself have to be you because each person have their own DNA and don't try to be someone else. You know, you may emulate someone's professionalism, but in the same time, you will come with your own content, but don't try to be someone else, be you. And in closing, you know, uh, Matthew said here, excellent conversation. Um, Sylvia said, great to see both in the flesh. (laughs) (laughs) And Dr. Yusuf said, thank you so much. Really enjoyed this immensely. God bless you all. And God bless you too also. You know, and connect with us if you are not connected with um, Sylvia. You connect with her. And, you know, let's all be one happy Lincoln family. And we are all here to serve each other and to grow. It will be so awesome to know that, you know, each one grow with each other and being able to see where it is that you came from like the before and then the after mm-hmm. so thank you yes. everyone for listening today and those who on the replay you know thank you for viewing and also i'll put this in a podcast form so that those who may be driving to work and they may not have the opportunity to watch the video at least they could listen and hear the content that we provide thank you thank you antonio for having me today you're welcome and this is part two and definitely you know we're going and do different parts so don't worry we will just be coming with awesome topics and it's all about (laughs) us serving you